I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Coming up in October, the G20 Economic Summit will take place in Rome, Italy. This is the uh, G20, which comprises nations that make up the world's 20 major economies. We'll meet to talk about all things uh, economics. But ahead of that, uh, a tradition has formed over the years uh, of the G20 Interfaith Forum, which usually precedes the G20 Economic Forum by a couple of weeks. And over the weekend, that did take place in Italy, where you had uh, religious leaders, faith groups, and uh, organizations from around the world gathering together to talk about everything from religious freedom to dealing with climate, poverty, uh, and a host of other challenges facing the people of the world. Uh, As part of that G20 Interfaith Forum, uh, which included comments by Pope Francis from other world religious leaders, again, this uh, event happens every year just prior to the G20 Summit, uh, but as part of that, Elder Ronald A. Rasband, uh, an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, was there in attendance, along with Sister Sharon Eubank, uh, both in her capacity as first counselor in the Relief Society General Presidency and as the president of Latter-day Saint Charities. Uh, she interacts with many of these uh, groups, along with Elder Jack Gerard uh, from the 70, from the Church of Jesus Christ as well. And this is always a fascinating gathering of uh, people of all kinds of belief, faith leaders, uh, small, large, and in between from countries from around the world. Uh, I've had the the privilege to attend a, a couple of these, and it is fascinating to see the friendships that are forged there, uh, the good work that is done as a result of these meetings. And so we wanted to highlight a few of those things, both in relationship to religious liberty around the world, but how that impacts the ability to do good and to make a difference. Uh, Sister Sharon Eubank and Elder Rasband, as I mentioned, uh, were part of the proceedings there, and uh, they shared some insight into the purpose of the forum and what it can really do to help people who are suffering around the world. The great benefit of a conference like this is that people from all over the world come together and you, you have all these collaborations. But the real overarching goal is what are we going to do with the relationships that we develop so that we can actually make life better for the people that are suffering. These relationships are some made in Salt Lake City, some made out in the countries, and our role here was to further them. And they'll continue to grow years into the future. Elder Rasband, uh, representing the church uh, as a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, uh, focused on several elements of faith and religious freedom, but he started by pointing out the unifying factor 
of all faiths. God loves his children in every nation of the world. No matter the culture, color, creed, or country, God's love unites us to stand together to face down religious persecution of the type we've heard this morning. Elder Rasband uh, talked about uh, giving religion that, uh, that freedom, that ability to do that, often results in significant results, things that could really be commented on as, as being heroic in terms of its impact on communities and on countries. True religion prompts us to help those in need. There is no question that the world needs all of us and our desire to go about doing good with the promise that God will be with us. When religion is given the freedom to flourish, believers everywhere perform simple and sometimes heroic acts of service. I think that's such an important thing for us to to keep in mind. So often we we think of religious freedom uh, maybe in just some of the loftier ways. And I love how Elder Rasband pointed out that when religion is given the freedom to flourish, Believers everywhere perform simple, sometimes heroic acts of service. And I think that's part of what the G20 Interfaith Forum is really all about, is bringing those faith leaders together to make sure, one, that religious freedom is being protected around the world, uh, not just as a, that's a nice thing to have, but as that's a way to make a difference and to create space for individuals in all nations of all faith traditions uh, to be heroes to do heroic acts of service. Elder Rasband continued by sharing some really interesting statistics, I thought, on the social and economic value of having religion and freedom of religion in a country. As we all go about doing good, we contribute to the growth and stability of diverse countries. A study in 2016 from the Religious Freedom and Business Foundation reported that religion contributes about 1.2 trillion of social economic value annually just in the U.S. economy. That, according to scholar Brian Grimm, is equivalent to being the world's 15th largest natural economy. It's more than the global annual revenues of the world's top 10 tech companies including Apple, Amazon, and Google. If that is the impact of faith in America, imagine what faith can do across the entire globe. That impact is extraordinary to really think about. Uh, often we, we hear the negative aspects of religion or those who maybe have professed their religion and then not quite lived it. But Elder Rasband rightly points out that this would be the 15th largest natural economy, that it would include the value uh, of more global revenue than the world's top 10 tech companies. Uh, That's real impact, and and often we don't talk enough about that. Good people doing good uh, through faith-based organizations uh, is one of the great forces for good in the world. All of that, of course, requires that there is freedom of religion, all religions, including and especially minority religions. Uh, Elder Rasband went on to comment on why that's so critical as we look at making a difference for those that are suffering around the world. 
the good of religion, the reach of religion, and the heroic acts of love which religion inspires only multiply when we protect all of our religious freedom. We stand shoulder to shoulder in service with all of you. And then finally, Elder Rasban concluded his remarks at the G20 Interfaith Forum, uh, talking about uh, having confidence that freedom, that freedom is going to protect that freedom of religion, uh, makes an extraordinary difference in who's willing to really engage and really strive every day to actually make that difference. When people feel confident that their beliefs will always be protected, they will reach out to others in significant ways. And so it's it's such a, a vital thing. This is such an important gathering each year. It doesn't get near the uh, coverage it should. It's easy to cover the G20 Economic Forum as you gather those 20 largest economies in the world. Uh, that gets a lot of attention. But often I think the impact of what takes place in this smaller gathering, again, it usually happens a few weeks before the G20 Economic Summit, where you have the G20 Interfaith Forum and bringing people together from around the world, world religious leaders coming together. Uh, We know that as a part of the activities there, Elder Rasband, Sister Eubank, and Elder Jack Girard uh, visited with the leaders of many other faith organizations and of different uh, groups from around the world who are striving to eradicate poverty, alleviate suffering in so many different ways. Uh, And those relationships matter because those relationships ultimately turn into action which turns into impact for real people around the world. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll look at the fallout uh, from California, what the recall election said and didn't say, what it means about what comes next in our political process. Coming up next, stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.